Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 116 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is June the 8th, and I, the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, have returned with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now, Jared. And we, uh, we're going to talk about the the last TWAB, a little bit of Destiny, you know, of course, our th- likes and dislikes this week, and a little weapons breakdown of Last Wish. And the chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. And this week we're going to be going into the uh, the dungeon armor. So it's a nice little story there. We'll get into that a little bit later. And remember, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget that you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us bungee friend requests so we can play games together. Join the Discord server. Uh, I wish, I hope everybody has something with them that they can pour out because, uh, Bruno brought us the final TWAB and the history of TWABs this week. So pour one out there, uh, maybe during the intro music that is from everybody's favorite link who you can find on Twitter at link of time G. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. All right, Jared, you want to uh, get into the This Week at Bungie with us here? All right. Um, So this is the last This Week at Bungie, the last TWAB. Um. There's a quick recap of everything they kind of been talking about. And uh, again, mentioning the game Marathon and that free emblem that you can go get. Um, the TWAB is dead. This is this is it. Um, it's been a good run. Uh, they talked about in February 2016 how they switched over from the Bungie Weekly Update to the TWAB. And now they have announced another, another game called Marathon that is going to be really confusing if they keep it this week at Bungie and only talk about Destiny. So it's going to be transitioning over to this week in Destiny, the TWID. Um, what a, as like cool as abbreviations sound when you, you know, spell them out and stuff. Um, TWAB was like pretty good. And the TWID is kind of, I won't have to say it's weak. Same. Soft, um, soft is a good word for it. Yeah. Did you all come up with any other ideas you'd rather have them do, um, as an abbreviation for the week in Destiny? I thought of uh, this week at the tower would be a pretty. Okay. (laughs) Wati. (laughs) i I like that definitely more of a a harder you know you know it has a little more meaning to it you know (laughs) Um, i'm just saying if you say twat it sounds hard 
That's all. That sounds way better than twit. <laughs> all right. So we'll be looking out for the twit next week. Um, I sure hope the twit comes as a banger. Uh, they they drop some cool stuff as they kick kick off the twit. Um, how are they how are they going to let the twab go out with this weak twab? Like, how is there not like a like a like a celebration of the twab? Let's bring out the five best things that ever happened in the tw- you know what i mean yeah. should have been like a if, yeah if i was him i would have i would have held this off until bungee day and like whenever bungee day happened that was like the last twab because leading into bungee day or something like that or or maybe the uh like the reveal of the final shape like how they do that yeah. and then you know because they already said like hey after this Di- di- or Vidoc, we're putting our heads down and working on Marathon, and we won't be talking about it for a for a while. So I don't know. At least they're listening yeah. to us, I guess. Yeah, we gotta keep everybody interested, ready to get those pre-orders in. You know, whenever that comes. All right. Um, next up, Grandmasters. Or well, before I get the Grandmasters. Almost skipped that word, and you all know why. Destiny has returned. Um, kicking off uh, season of deep. There's uh, some of the scariest floors on the sea, and they're also beautiful. And we know that guardians are good at killing gods, but better at catching exotic fish, and even more dangerous when it comes to breakdown. Recalling some simpler times, and that is the community fashion contest. So uh, put your pieces of armor together, uh, don your drippiest designs, and try uh, try out some most combinations. And of course, let us know uh, on Twitter or I guess Instagram with the hashtag hashtag Drown in the Drip. Drown in the Drip. Okay. Did that hurt you <laughs> uh, to read those words? Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, long-time listeners know how I feel about sidearms and Destiny, so they're right up there, probably one and two of most hated things in Destiny. Uh, whenever people say, I gotta get something so I can transmog it, the most cringiest thing, I think, uh, is is those lines. Um, and uh, here it is, coming back around so somebody can go and get this, this emblem. And this emblem, soft. Are you thinking... Like 19 years, whenever somebody ends up on this twab, reads it, they wonder what this, what the phrase "don your drippiest designs" means. <laughs> like, are they even gonna know, like, what that means? Um, yeah, they're gonna have to go down to like the local McDonald's and listen to all the all the old guys <laughs> drink <laughs> right? coffee. <laughs> be me drinking coffee. Yeah. yeah no grimace. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, uh, something uh, actually a little bit exciting. Uh, Grandmasters are returning next week. Not fully returning, but you're, there's going to be a weekly Grandmaster to go to go play. Uh, so next week, you, the Wendigo is going to be out there to go chase. And um, week seven, whenever that rolls around in, in a few weeks, the, the catch-up node will be up then. 
but until then you just have a weekly one to go play um good way to go get some cinder shards and exotic armor uh, and then there's enhancement prisms uh pretty good material farm hopefully soon it's going to be like a double nightfall rewards week i was like that's one of the probably the best weeks to play destiny for your time spent uh in nightfalls so, huh yeah so yes 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 Grandma, I, uh, I, I wish that there was something that we could turn our ascendant shards into like some sort of like currency exchange because I'm kind of at the point to where I have I don't know 10 or 12 armor pieces in each mm-hmm. slot on my main that are, are master worked and any exotic I have that's worth a crap is master worked and kind of uh, I don't really care a whole lot about my alts because the only thing that masterwork gear really matters for is a, like a day one raid race, which I'm not going to be using an alt for that. But for the most part, I mean, as long as you have like decent gear on there already. So, you know, I'm sitting on like 40 right now and we're going to have that double drop week. So I'm going to just be throwing them into just crappy exotics, I guess, to get rid of them. Yeah, so I just if I have a hanging out exotic, just level that up, or if I like stash a couple of pieces of artifice armor, I go ahead and masterwork those. Um, now for new players, there's like a lot of stuff to go buy inside the exotic kiosk with ascendant shards. So there's a lot of exotics that like if you don't have, you can go back in and you have to use the exotic shard to get them. So um, somebody just, yeah, you, just come I back think to you the can game also... or stuff like that. You can also buy the ornaments, like the Vanguard, like for the seasonal yeah. weapons. You can buy those as well. Yeah. So that might not be a bad way to purchase some of them if you like some of those ornaments. Maybe you're just a Gambit guy. But if you're a Gambit guy, you play a lot of Gambit, so you probably got the skins. But, yeah. All right, Supremacy ha- has entered the chat for the Relentless Rotator. So it's going to be back around next week. So you can go uh, claim those crests on points. And um, actually, it forces a little bit of movement in PvP. And sometimes the engagement areas is a little bit different than what you get in control. Because control is always like the same alleyways that you're always fighting over to try to get map control. So it's usually a good change of pace. But it's probably not going to draw me into that playlist, even though that is one of the better game types. You say that they're not going to be able to do it. That's uh, true. This week, yeah, yeah. yeah. ain't gonna be able to do it. no. Grandmaster's launching too. Yeah. All right, uh, Callie, man, that first encounter of Last Wish uh, was that like two weeks ago? The first week of the season, it was farmable. Yep. Um, when we spent a lot of time in there, and so did the community. Um, Bungie states here that players spent 2.17 million hours in Last Wish during the first week of Season of the Deep. So that's what happens <laughs> whenever you refresh the loot pool and then the same week is also farmable with an encounter that you can get done in about, I don't know, 45 seconds. Yeah, I was going to say 90 seconds from the time you touch the flag to start the encounter, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And then also you could spend your time to get the double loot drop by doing the challenge. Did a little bit of both. Um, I think I got better luck with the double challenge completion. I mean, doing the challenge, getting the double drop. Because there was a, at least one time I got the double wed border drop. So that was a great feeling when that happened. Um, yep. Uh, that, 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 um, two point, basically 2.2 million hours was the most spent time spent in last Witch since the launch of it back in 2018. So five years has been that long since people spend in there. Yeesh. Were you guys, uh, do you guys remember when that raid launched? Were you guys watching it on Twitch or anything? Um, I do remember it, um, but I don't like have like real good memories of what I was doing and watching it. I remember I, I watched it a little bit um, because I was out of town, so I couldn't play it. So I, I did watch. I was watching the world's first race and I did get good laughs out of it um, that my family that I was stuck around didn't understand. Because <laughs> I'd just be sitting there and <laughs> as I hear Dado get slowly more and more frustrated and it, it came in waves and it was fun to, it was just fun to watch but uh yeah no i missed the end of it because obviously it was 24 hours and i had i was like they're are they gonna beat this by like that evening and i'm like i i'm not invested anymore i got stuff to do um but that's that's the only reason i remember it is because i watched it because i wasn't in town and that was it i i watched it and like uh, everybody was stuck on Vault forever and ever and ever. And the people that beat Vault first were, I think it was Ninji, I want to say, was like the, the stream. Like he wasn't like a popular streamer at all. And he went from like seven streamers to like, or seven viewers to like thousands of viewers all at once because they were the first ones past mm -hmm. it. And then I remember Dado finally beating Vault and he like, holds i'm sure there's like a clip of it somewhere but he like holds up his paper and is like screaming about data like take that for data or something i can't remember exactly what the quote was but he like holds up like his worksheet that he was working on and uh that was uh and then i remember you know it was like a 24-hour raid obviously two teams beat it in under 24 hours one team beat it in 24 hours and two minutes but i remember going to bed and Waking, going to bed, going to sleep, waking up, and then still being on the same part, <laughs> and and it just then uh, it was just it was a wild day. There'll never be anything like that. Could you imagine if they put a contest mode out that only two teams were capable to beat? No, I think, but one of the things that would make Destiny the game Reddit like blow up the most i think that's one of them and then another one is like leaving old gen behind out of nowhere just like hey no more updates to old gen just like on a random tuesday oh that would be that'd be one of those <laughs> get your like the, the popcorn just yeah. in, in there that's yeah. uh All right. Um, fixes for next week. There's a few things. There's going to be a patch that goes out on Tuesday. So, again, that's going to be at least an hour and a half of downtime 
at least. So be prepared for that. Um, so that's the last wish. Whenever you get that quest from Hawthorne, right now we're awards two red border progression. That's going away on Tuesday. It's only going to reward one. Some exotics were getting uh, their behavior corrected. Vesper Radius, uh, Capri's Horn. And then um, certain grenades I was able to go through barricades and, and water dawn, and that is also getting corrected. And then uh, the corrective action perk that allows you to two tap uh, with the 120 hand cannon. Uh, it's getting a 10% buff in PvP instead of the 20 that it gets now. So they're fixing that. All right, that's it for the TWAB. That was it by uh, Bruno. And, uh, you know, he did the last one. He did the last TWAB. Good job, Bruno. Uh, forever submitted in the history books as the last one. Um, next up's TWIB. Going to be a trivia question one day. Yeah. Oh, just, this is just a little tidbit. I'm pretty sure we haven't heard from Cosmo in a long time. Because if you look in that uh, Vidoc for Marathon, he was playing it. I had that thought, and I was like, I wonder if he's if he's just migrating over. Yeah. But uh, I would like to go back and read his like farewell or did he say he was moving on to another company or a new opportunity like i, I would be Which interested one? to see like cosmos like farewell address i didn't know he did like, one of those it might have been on twitter or something it might not have been on i thought he i thought he wrote okay. something out or maybe in the twab like the last paragraph of the twab or something i mean i, I thought i know we you're not thinking of dmg are you I am. I am thinking of DMG. Yeah, whenever he left, and the <clears throat> yeah, you're exactly right. I was thinking of like because I was wondering if he moved on to like if they had planned on using like it was weird that like both of like when Dylan left DMG, like mm-hmm. yeah, like if he was kind of going over. That's who I was wondering if he if he was going over to be the community manager of of uh, the marathon franchise. Yeah. Okay. No, he left Bungie. DMG left Bungie. So, yeah, if I if I could put if I could bet on DraftKings right now for the next community manager of Marathon, I would put a substantial amount of money that's Cosmo. Okay. I mean, that would show that they really have just gave up on Destiny. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. All right, uh, let's move over to likes and dislikes. We're going to do three of them. So I'm going to kick us off with the like this week, and it's going to be relaxed Destiny. Um, I'm not stressing of trying to get anything in Destiny done right now. I'm casually getting web borders done. If people's on to do a dungeon or if people's on to do a raid, that's cool. If not, I'm going to do some bounties. I might do a little bit of seasonal challenges. I'm just going to fish and watch YouTube. So as relaxing as Destiny gets is right now for me. Uh, my like is that GMs are coming soon and that the seasonal patterns are dropping at a good rate, at least for me. Maybe not for Chad. Sorry, Chad. Um, and 
basically the only thing left for me in this game right now is the pattern grind. So that's kind of the main things. And I think I need two more runs of Rooted Nightmares to get it done. And then uh, just kind of doing these seasonal patterns, which I have four out of the six completed. So getting close. It's always fun to hear Ryan's uh, red border drops uh, for me. That's going to be my dislike, I think. But uh, my like for the week, I, I, it's it's definitely a mix of both of these guys' ones, just how relaxed Destiny is right now. It doesn't feel like a chore, which is nice, so I'm playing it for fun instead of just feeling like I have to play it because I need to get my pinnacles done so I can make sure I get to the right seasonal level so that I'm GM ready and it's stressful and I don't like it. And it makes me like the game less. So right now I'm like, cool. I'm like, I'm fine with the game right now. And I don't feel like I need to play it. That's the best part. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's, I mean, I hate the, I like that GMs are coming back next week, even though it's just one at a time until they release the full GM node for gilding. But uh, I know we'll be in there for at least, at least one run to get to, to get that check mark done. Um, now my, my dislike is 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 fishing and it's only because of my my luck like the red border grind on on last wish is abysmal for me for deep stone for me for for everything for me i've spent focusing uh, over a hundred deep sight or deep weapon engrams for weapons so two two at a time so 50 at least 50 weapons and i've gotten four red borders out of it not completed to drop. Well, you know, it's, I think you're not far off from what the actual average is. I think the average is probably a 10% drop rate. You're at 8%. You're not far off there. You're even out whenever you get to 100. It'll be fine. Yeah, sounds great. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's. I, I just have to wait for the last two weeks of the actual year where you can just buy all of them and I'll buy all of them. I'll make sure that I have enough engram stacked up that I can just ching on them and then call it a day. Maybe you get you your got swords those... done. What? Three swords from the Leviathan. I know I am. Well, that one almost because I had so many engrams from that. I've, I I've spent well over 200 engrams on that and I'm, Warlock and Titan are done, and I have two of the hunters so far, so I only need three more. So seventy-five engrams, and I'll I'll be done. Seventy-six. <laughs> My dislike is these match-made deep dives were fine early in the season, but trying to do these things on like Tuesday or or Wednesday, I must have. You would think that the people that are playing at reset are the people that kind of know what's going on and are jonesing to get in there. No. Nope. It's not those people at all. Get in there. People wouldn't touch Toland. I'd be just screaming in the local chat, hey, Toland's over here. Hey, come activate this. Hey. And then I'd see that. See him just like do a little spin move and, and like dive away. And he's gone. Then I would get in and people would do it. But then, you know, they're running... Uh, a sidearm, a bow, and a machine gun trying to do these. And so I still haven't got like the tier seven chest. I made it to tier five. 
that's the most that I've got. Just it hasn't worked out for me, so that's something I'm gonna make you guys do at some point this weekend. All right, that sounds good. All right, um, my dislike. This is gonna be the dog days of destiny coming up here. We um, we know what we're looking towards in final shape. We know that Kate's coming back and what it leads to there, and I feel like it's gonna take a very long time to get there and it's these are like the the two a days you know back in high school and it's on summer vacation you're supposed to be on summer vacation but like you're doing lifting in the mornings and then you're doing practice in the afternoon and it's just like man are we ever going to get back back to the regular season and start playing again so um these are going to be the dog days of destiny it's just going to be like all right what are we doing uh we're going to do this gm again for the for the eighth for the eighth rotation, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go get into this dungeon again, trying to get a weapon that we'll never get because they're not the RNG so bad. Um, it's gonna be looking grim of like what to do now to get you to the finish line. And then we can see the dog days are over once final drop, final shape finally hits, then sailing into the sunset. So. All right, that's uh, likes and dislikes for the week. We we all gave one of each so we can uh, even it out and be neutral because we, uh, we're a non-biased po- uh, podcast here. Just give I'm you how it is. Biased. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, next up here is Weapons Breakdown. And this week, given uh, Last Wish being in the TWAB, and um, kind of main, probably the main focus for majority of the people's grind this season. Let's go talking about some of those weapons. And we're going to talk about four of the eight. So, I mean, that's a, you know, eight weapons in a array. That's a lot. So, um, the first thing here we're going to talk about is Chattering Bone. And, you know, all these are going to have this origin trait called Explosive Pact, where you get a bonus to reload speed and stability when you throw a grenade. And then you get additional stacks if you use a healing grenade or your grenade generates final blows. So, Chattering Bone, um, to me, it's pretty simple. I'm going for one roll and one roll only, and that's Arrowhead Break, Flared Magwell, Kill Clip with Kinetic Trimmers, um, and it's just going to be a straight PvE roll. Um, if you want to go PvP, there's probably something in here for you with Keep Away in Column 3, Range Finder in Column 3, and then in uh, the last column, having a Head Seeker. It's probably the play there, um, or elemental capacitor, if you're wanting a weapon to feel super smooth. All right. Um, next up, Transfiguration. 150 RPM Scout Rifle. This thing used to get that uh, really nice Rampage kill clip, and it's still available this time, right? Yeah. Rampage in column three and kill clip in column four, so that's there for you. Uh, me personally, um, of course, I'm getting a PVE roll for this. So I'm not using the Scott Rifle in PvP. I'm going fluted, flared with demolitionist and explosive payload. Uh, I really like demo when it's in column three, and then you pair it with explosive payload. Uh, I am a fan. In that last column, column four, you can also get connect trimmers, which is also very good. And uh, PVE, especially in-game PVE, because how many shots it takes to actually take something down. 
like 17 or 18 <clears throat> sometimes you're just yeah sitting there just clicking on their head over and over and over uh, next we had the adriel bond auto rifle um this is the one i have zero out of five patterns of so i'm sure it will be the last one that i get crafted uh, we got arrowhead flared repulsor brace and destabilizing rounds uh, interesting combination here and it's one a lot of people were kind of pointing out is a little bit unique uh, i think we were it might have been i don't know if it's the pre-show we were talking or before the pre-show uh jared did you say it's the only like kinetic slot that that can or this one of two that can get it's the only, uh, yeah it's the only primary weapon that can do it that's what it was yeah so um so yeah something to look for there and then tyranny of heaven which is the bow elastic string compact arrow shaft archers tempo and incandescent bows a bow's a bow to me really not crazy about them all right uh that's the four weapons we're covering this week so next week we probably have the four probably potentially top four top five of the weapons coming next week with uh the rocket fusion hand cannon and sniper sniper yeah that's de- that's definitely the top four <laughs> yeah we definitely. gave you the crap this week <laughs> <laughs> they're not crappy weapons they're just not as great as the others so cover those next Chad, week. which one uh which one are were you hoping which one were you looking forward most to craft out of these out of these eight last wish weapons uh, any of them. As long as I can get one, I, I, any of them. Just give me one, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got two. I have Nations of Beasts and Apex Predator. I have a couple. I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> I Gambling Quarter, what's going on, Fox? All right, so... Uh, Gambling Corner, if you're new to the show, uh, each at the start of each season, we all start with 10,000 Glimmer. We have uh, little bets that we do each week uh, that are Destiny-related. And the person at the end wins all the respect of the listeners and the two other co-hosts. Uh, if somebody goes bankrupt at that point, at any point during the season... They are forced to uh, buy back in, and in order to buy back in, you have to sacrifice a weapon out of your vault. Weapon, the value of that of those weapons are determined by the other two co-hosts. Uh, a weapon that is no longer able to be acquired or is a god roll, like let's say uh, an adept version of one of the raid weapons from vow of the disciple that has a bunch of kills on it you know something like that that's harder to reacquire uh those are going to be worth more than say a uh just a a, just a a weapon that is uh like a uh typhon gl5 or whatever that grenade Mm -hmm. launcher is that's a world drop that you get 70 times every time you log in so um Last week, Jared was in the lead at 14,000 Glimmer. Chad and I were tied at 8,000 Glimmer. So uh, we had two bets running. Uh, 
the bet that had been running the whole season was um uh, a 1000 anti everybody anti in a thousand glimmer and the first to get the dungeon exotic uh gets that so uh spoiler i got the dungeon exotic to drop last week everybody like clapped and said congratulations and they were all very happy for me whenever it dropped so uh so that puts that put me up to 10 jared at 13 and chad at seven and then we had another bet that was plus 200 to yes and minus 100 to no was uh, will anybody get the exotic to drop before the next reset? So uh, at that point, uh, I said yes, and I bet 2,000, which uh, essentially doubled. So that gave me 4,000. Jared said yes and bet 3,000, which essentially upped him at 6,000 there. Chad said no, and he only bet 1,000. So that's all that he lost. So our current standings at this point, uh, this is absolute jared is at nineteen thousand glimmer i am at fourteen thousand glimmer chad is at six thousand glimmer so uh we were talking and before the show kind of getting an idea of what we wanted to do uh we have some pretty good ones baked into like gms and when that stuff kind of starts to do and i was kind of throwing around the idea of should we do like who catches the biggest fish before the next episode starts airing or or something like that. And I think what we landed on was, uh, will anybody get the exotic to drop from the dungeon before the next show, the next episode of the show? And we had to bet, uh, was it, we had to bet who would get it next? Is that how we did it? Is that what we yeah. decided? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't before the next reset. It was just who was going to get it next. Uh, Jared, Chad, or myself. And I say we just make this a double up. If you get it, you double you double your glimmer bet. So if I bet three thousand on Jared and Jared gets the next, then I'm I'm betting three, getting six. So okay. um you guys cool with that? Yep. Odds wise? Yep. Okay. All right. So uh Jared, since you're in the lead, you can decide if you want to go first or last. All right. Um I'm going to hang go, and I'm going to bet 2K on Chad getting it. He's going to get it next. Is it me? Okay. Is it me now? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put 1K on Jared getting it. So what Jared did there, for the, those of you that are uninitiated, is he kind of put the reverse jinx on Chad. So if Chad wins, he can be happy because he won the game. If Chad loses, he didn't bet enough to hurt him, but he's going to win. So uh, I, and so I'll be streaming. I'll stream any dungeon run that we do. That way, in case I get it next, it'll pop up on the, that we have video proof. I can't just say that I got it again which I would do just to aggravate you guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, uh, let's do 4,000 
on Jared. Now, are we having a gentleman's agreement that there has to be like, we try to do these together, even if they're just boss checkpoints? Well, even if that's not the case, we can still stare our screen and show in collections that we got it. I guess my thing is if Jared does it six times before reset and Chad does it once before, before you know the what next I mean? show, he means. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's on Chad. <laughs> okay. Cool. I, mean, I am not I, playing I, I the might, dungeon this might, week or next yeah, week. Yeah, I might not even do a boss clear for two weeks. You know, I don't know. It happens. Yeah. yeah could. Okay. No gentleman's agreement then. Okay. Like, well, <laughs> well, uh, make it to we're where, not gentlemen like, here. Like, oh, I, I've, I did it twice now, and Chad hasn't did it once. I better just hold off and wait for Chad to do two boss clears that he'd probably wait around and only clear the boss with me anyways, because that's how he is. Yeah. He doesn't LFG. How yeah. he is. Okay. True. True. I don't think that's how you are, Chad. Why? That's true. Because <laughs> I think you'll <laughs> just do it solo out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Listen, so that, I am, I've I've been I've been working on a half baked take, uh, yeah. but I'm not quite. I'm at like a quarter baked take at the moment, so I need a, I need a little bit more. But I've it's got just, it's in marinating stage, right? Yeah, marinating. Yeah, marinating. We're getting there. All right, takes it to the Lord. What's going on this week, Chad? All right, like I said, we're going into the armor from the dungeon is the armor of the Taken King. Um, like previous stuff, all the armor sets have the same exact lore, so we're going to start off on the head, work our way down. And it is a story from the hidden that follow us in. So after we clear it, the hidden come in to do stuff. Freaking buzzards. Keep, yeah, they do. <laughs> Keep this talisman on you at all times. Black, glossy, and in the right light, the talisman has a rainbow iridescence. It reminds Fenchurch of hematite pearls from the Bay of Drowned Wishes. He rolls it in his hand, looking up to Chalco to see the creases of worry in her brow. Fenchurch clips the talisman to his jacket and the rest of his fire team has. What's it do? If it glows white, stay where you are and call out, Chalco explains, choosing her words carefully, all while avoiding Fenchurch's gaze. If you experience any memory loss or sense of deja vu, call out. A silence falls over her fire team. Palpable tension fills the cabin as they feel the craft begin to descend. If you see anyone at the operation site that you do not recognize, call out. Chalco continues, occasionally steadying herself with a hand on the cabin ceiling as the submersible pitches and yaws in the disruptive currents. If you experience any out-of-body sensations or missing time, call out. Ma'am? Lisbon 3 is not afraid to interrupt Chalco. His eyes glow bright from the back of the submersible. Where are we going? Chalco stares for a moment, squares her shoulders, and continues. If you hear a voice that you think is your own, a compact submersible of elixir design finishes its descent through the hazy depths of Titan's methane ocean. 
The craft's seafloor landing kicks up a cloud of dark silt and microbial life, shimmering like stars. The submersible's dorsal airlock cracks open in a rush of bubbles, then slowly folds down into a ramp, allowing a trio of figures armored in deep diving gear to emerge. The submersible's single floodlight sweeps across the ocean floor, revealing the alien landscape of twisting coral. Fenchurch approaches one of the coral growths, running a gloved hand over its surface. These polyps, he mutters. Is this? He suddenly, he stops suddenly at the sound of a mechanical snap and turns to see Chalco and Lisbon 13 plant a large mechanical spire in the ground. Internal lights flicker on as the spire whirs to life, creating a regulated field of water pressure around the submersible. Fenchard steps away from the coral, rubbing his fingers together. He looks at the spire as its sides open like a flower and release several drones, each outfitted with floodlights. The drones swim out ahead, revealing the disorienting flicker of what looks like the water's surface, but at an impossibly vertical angle. This way, Chalco directs as she turns to follow the drones. Fenchurch and Lisbon look at one another, steady themselves, and fall in line behind their fireteam leader. Stop me if you've heard this one before, Fenchurch says, anxiously checking the talisman clipped to his armor. Two hunters and a warlock walk into the deep. Chalco Yang disappears behind the shimmering curtain of surface tension. Lisbon 13 follows without hesitation, leaving Fenchurch to stare at the vertigo-inducing vertical plane of water. He reaches out, hesitantly touching the surface, only for Lisbon to reach back, grab him by the wrist, and yank him through. Everest, Lisbon mutters once he pulls Fenchurch to the other side. The warlock doesn't even realize he's hyperventilating. Get it together. He gives Fenchurch a warning look, then nods at Chalco walking ahead across the maddeningly dry ground. It takes Fenchurch a moment to realize that he is not underwater anymore. Liquid methane drips off his suit and turns to ice when it hits the compacted silt. The cavernous space is suffocatingly dark, and it will be hours yet before the sun rises on the section of Titan. Yet the lambent shades of starlight twinkling in the void beyond fill Fenchurch with a lurking, lurching sense of dread. He wants to ask, where are we? But the words fail to get past his lips. Instead, Fenchurch gathers himself and joins Chalco at her side. Chalco raises her hand. The three drones come to heel behind her. We are the only extant team of hidden to visit this site. She sends the drones up into the air with a wave. What you are about to see is not to be discussed outside of official reports. Fenchurch steps forward, squinting against the dark until the drones sweep the terrain with their floodlights. Then, as the alien landscape comes into sharp focus, one word finally escapes his lips. Oryx. What appeared to be a silhouette of coral growths in the dark is revealed to be a mountainous remains of Oryx, the Taken King. The Hive God's immense carcass lays strewn across Titan's seafloor. Both Lisbeth 13 and Fenchurch are taken aback by the sight, but Chalco advances toward it. The Lucent Brood performed a ritual here. Chalco motions to the shattered remnants of a hive ghost on the ground. We believe they were trying to forcibly resurrect Oryx by combining heretical hive necromancy with the powers of that ghost. They were disrupted. Lisbon steps forward, unable to look away from Oryx's cadaverous face. Is that possible? Officially? No. Unofficially? Chalco glances at Lisbon. That's what we're here to investigate. The body is still... Active, with taken energy and darkness. 
The guardians who intercepted this ritual reported finding free-floating fragments of consciousness on the way to this site. Memories from the corpse. It's alive, Fenchurch whispers, hesitant to approach Oryx's remains. Chalco shakes her head. That's unclear. We need to bring back samples for further analysis. Ikora wants this entire site quarantined and the body exhumed, pending transport to a secure location for further analysis. Fenchurch checks his talisman, still black. He glances between Chalco and the corpse. Are we the first fire team to come down here? Chalco looks at Fenchurch, then down at the ground. Her gaze lingers for a moment in tense silence. Finally, she fixes her gaze ahead of the corpse. We are the only extant team of Hidden to have visited this site. Access restricted. Decryption key. Representative taken. Agent Fen, 92. Analysis notes. Spectrological analysis indicates concentration of taken energy within the cellular structure of subjects remains. Resonance indicative of active darkness presence lacking both direction and willpower. Cellular analysis indicates slow but active mitosis, explaining the exaggerated size of the remains when compared to the subject's last known physical dimensions. The mind is gone, but the body continues to grow. Comparative analysis to samples with the remains subject WQS do not match. WQS shows no signs of mitosis. Maybe a compounding effect from worm severance and exposure to light. Autopsy revealed no presence of worm carcass within TKO remains. Status unknown. Prolonged exposure to TKO causes vivid audiovisual hallucinations due to combined exposure to taken and darkness energies. ERI notes similarities to object of interest, COS. Cataloged recollection from initial Guardian Fireteam exposed to site indicate WGX frequently visited the remains to grieve. TKO is capable of absorbing knowledge and events, but incapable of reacting to them. It is my professional recommendation that the remains of TKO should be destroyed. It poses a threat to the safety of humanity far outweighing its any potential knowledge value. Message ends. Access restricted. Representative taken. Agent CHA. Analysis notes. Attached to FEN analysis are quarantine recommendations from ERI and my own analysis of object NEV for comparison to TKO. My recommendation is as follows. Reclassify POIs to segment queries, quarantine remains to offsite location, and limit direct exposure to frames and mechanical intelligence. There is too much of value here to simply throw it away. Message ends. So, uh, Fenchurch thinks that we need to blow it up. And fireteam leader Chalco obviously disagrees. Hmm. But um yeah, no, it's it's uh it's definitely cool to 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 see another an actual fire team going back to a dungeon. We saw this happen on Spire where the fire team went back in there to to grab some stuff that we left apparently or left behind. Um, and they went with uh, Anna Bray. Um, so it was cool to see them continue uh, the dungeons being an actual thing in the game that is happening. Um, and the, here, here's a fire team of hidden that is going to do their own analysis and do their whole hidden thing. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Fenchurch just scared scared to death of this thing, and he wants it destroyed because it's it's dangerous. But uh, Chaco's given me 
little Osiris vibes, kind of little Osiris, Osiris yeah. vibes. So, all right, I don't know. So we'll see if anything else comes up. Before you had to make a decision, are you destroying it or trying to pull out some knowledge? I mean, the body's still growing, man. It's still it's a the body is alive, whether the mind isn't there or not. And there's no worm, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I, I would have to like actually take a look at it because when we were there, it didn't seem that scary, man. Huh. But I don't know about that. A regular gu- canonically, our guardian is a monster. So a regular guardian looking at this thing, probably not. It's not worth it. Yeah, definitely destroying it. Yep, yep. send it <clears throat> into the sun. And okay. Set it on fire. Right, right, right. The only yeah, other thing The only other thing to do is just let it res and res Sabathun at the same time just to see what happens. Like it's the chaos mode. Like it's, yeah. it's like I right, just yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> put the two so, wild cards back on the table. So what if uh what if we just uh we extract him and just put him in the exact same place where we store the the crown the crown of sorrow and then yeah. we'll just put him side by side and nothing would ever happen at that point so whenever we're about to lose to the the witness and all that you know what is it the something about the enemy of an enemy is a friend something something like or- that or like this—that's what they did the, for uh, for Thor Ragnarok. How they they couldn't beat. Oh, oh my gosh, what was her name? I forgot her name. But Thor's sister was just too powerful, so they just oh, resummoned yeah. the Lady Thor. No, yeah, not Lady yeah. Thor. Stop it. They they summoned uh, Surtur. <laughs> I think it was. Stop it! <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Because her power was all connected to that realm. So they're like, well, we'll just let it get destroyed then, I guess. Yeah. What was her name? Asgardia. That's the one, yeah. Clearly. All right, let's get to this mailbag. All right, question Question one. one. (laughs) Pregnant pause there. Which weapon from any other game or franchise would you like to see introduced into Destiny? So I took this as like kind of what do you think would be fun, not what would be the most viable thing to put into the engine that currently exists. Uh, my What I thought would be the, the most interesting would be like the, the portal, the, the gun, the portal gun where you can create portals to come out of and that kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be crazy fun. That'd be hard to track in some of the movement with PvP right now. Um, initially, I thought Sojourn's rifle, rifle from uh, Overwatch, but I was like, that's literally Vexmith the class. So um, I would take Reaper's double shoddy, and then it'd be the first gun where you can only fire from the hip. Two guns, and you can only fire from the hip. Can't, can't Akimbo, ABS. baby. Okay. Die, die, okay. die. Yeah, exactly that. Um, man, I, I was looking for a good Ratchet and Clank weapon, but 
they're all they're so closely re- like related there's so many guns in the game right now that are like similar and i'm like gosh darn it there isn't a ratchet and clank gun that you can make that is wholly unique compared to the guns we already have so i had to give that up and then i'm thinking about the fuel rod gun from halo and i'm like Ooh. maybe that, that could work out and then my only other one that would be completely different would be the the apothecon gun from uh Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, zombies in the city area. It was the the black hole gun. And it was like a gun that looked like a tentacle monster that shot out black holes that just sucked in PvE enemies for like 10 seconds and then disappeared. I'm like, that'd be neat. It's just something that pulls enemies into it for a little bit of time and then that's it. Uh, Honorable mention, uh, Spartan Laser from Halo. Yeah, the uh, the what's it called the the drop shot from Gears of War and the Hammer of Dawn from Gears of War were things that I had thought of. Oh, and Mega Man's uh, Mega Blaster Man's gun arm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question two: Which crossover armor would you spend the most amount of silver on in the Eververse? Oh. So I took this to be like. We've had like the Sony crossover and then we had like the Assassin's Creed crossover. So which other franchise would you be the most likely or what would you spend the most amount of silver on to acquire? Mandalorian armor. It's oh, oh you think they'd get that from Disney? I mean, Disney all about making money. You just gotta throw the right price at him. That's true. Especially with the Star Wars, the way they do Star Wars, they just license it out to everything, like different publishers, different, they do exclusives with yeah. different people. And they're not trying to like make it canon or anything like that. They're just like, hey, here's just, here's a skin. That's it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Ryan? But it's an easy 25, even 30 bucks. I'm spending on that. They dress up like, Baby Yoda or whatever. Mando. Uh, Bo-Katan. Shut up. <laughs> I don't even... just. How many other words can you say that mean absolutely nothing to me? Uh, <clears throat> I think that what I would spend the most money on, and I'm a simple man, just let me look like Master Chief. <laughs> and that's probably, that's probably going to be uh, Master Chief or... Uh, what the 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 Sing Healy, uh, the Arbiter, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if I could look like a like a pink lizard dinosaur playing Destiny, like that's probably, and then my Titan's going to be Master Chief. Um, however, I think that uh, the well, Chad, you go ahead because I don't want to step on something. No, you go because I don't. I literally have zero idea at all. So what I was thinking was, what if they they could do like a like a horror crossover pack where you could get like Freddy Jason and uh like uh I don't know uh name another Michael Myers like they could get those three for Halloween and then uh new Mortal Kombat's coming out so they have a Mortal Kombat skin pack you get Scorpion Sub-Zero Raiden like I don't know stuff like that could be I mean, I guess they are kind of fortnighting at that point, but you know, who cares? It's what sells. It's just there. It's just a cosmetic 
it's a cosmetic, so. But I would like to have finishers that were fatalities. You get like you get Hans Kombat. Hans Blaster as an ornament for like a hand cannon. Who's that? Oh, don't even, don't even. Chewbacca's um, crossbow la- uh, laser. Oh, cool, dude. <laughs> I I got nothing. I honestly nothing. Nothing, because the the ideas that I have, like Mega Man, is is while it's cool, it's plain. It's nothing. It's it's very the armor is very plain. Then then like Doom Guy, also again armor, very plain. Master Chief's armor is is I would also say is plain, but is so unique to him in a way that you're like, yeah, that's that's the chief. But like Doom Guy armor, you're like you could look at Doom Guy and be like, is this a guy from Starcraft? Is he from Warhammer? Like. If I just saw this character, I'm like, I don't know exactly what he's from. I'm surprised but you just say Metroid. Metroid. I, I, I'm ruling out Nintendo because that's not, that's even in my no, no, dreams. That's I was not actually going to say, I was going to say, if they did a Nintendo, like a Nintendo, like they decide they're going to launch the game on the, the Switch 2 and Nintendo's giving them uh, something, what would the Nintendo pack look like? You would have like a Mario. Uh, like a link and who would the other like what other franchise would would they use are they trying to work pokemon in there somehow I mean, like it ghost, would have to be pokemon ghost would be for pokemon oh dude yeah with the little pikachu imagine? ears and tail yeah a charizard ghost oh, yeah. that would be that would be sweet and then like a microsoft you would obviously have like Master Chief, Dom, oh, or Marcus Phoenix would be. And then you'd have your ghost then. would be Clippy, the little paperclip <laughs> from Microsoft <laughs> Word. Or Microsoft Office or whatever, or Word, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, the, he, I'd pay he money. I would who, pay for that. He'd be who guided you through the uh, the the new light quest. <laughs> Guardian, funny. I see that you're stuck here. <laughs> I have a suggestion. <laughs> Are you trying to shoot aliens in the face? I have a suggestion for you. <laughs> Get good. All right. I see you uh, running out of ammo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Press R to reload. Uh, question three. Pour one out for the TWAB. Uh, what is your first TWAB that you remember reading? I assume a Bungie weekly update counts the same as is that yeah the first one i remember reading it was in between halo 2 and halo 3 and they were talking about water physics and how real the water looked on uh let's see what called blood gulch on like the blood gulch the multiple ones of those they had like a little clip that i remember being like uh like being at high school being in high school at the computer lab like going through and like looking at it and thinking about how crazy it looked that uh how how good the water looked and they talked like maybe it seemed like it was 500 words about just water in games 
Man, I really didn't get into like the back end of Destiny until like Scourge of the Past Time. So, um, like, probably was just like watching Twitch on a Thursday, and they're like, and he's talking about the TWAB. I'm like, what the fuck's the TWAB? So <laughs> that's probably what happened. Um, I mean, I remember. I I think there during Halo Reach, I remember reading some stuff. Um, but the first Destiny one, I honestly can't remember. Um, I've been a Bungie guy for a while, so I feel like I don't remember any from D1 that particularly stuck out to me. I remember I would read patch notes and stuff a lot and I'm like, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't play a high enough level to notice the differences on a lot of these things. And I mean, I was, I was watching Datto videos a lot. So he would talk about the TWAB and he would talk about the changes that are happening. And I would watch a couple of YouTubers to, to hear it. And then I'd start reading it, but there's not any particular one that feels like a first one for me where I'm like, I remember this clearly. They're all so ingrained into just the destiny experience for me in particular, that it's just kind of a thing. So I don't, I, I can't even remember the first one that we as a group of three, like talked about. Like, we're like, dude, did you read the top? Can you believe that, that nonsense? Like, nope. I can't even remember that far back, man. <laughs> like, it's all such one such experience to me that I just have no clue. Like, it's kind of like at this point, reading the TWAB is as much as logging in to play at reset. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Yeah. But every week, I do like the people that you match make with and they act like nobody else on the planet has ever heard of the TWAB. So they want to tell you everything that it says whenever you uh, match make with people on there. I do thoroughly enjoy that. <laughs> uh, question four Honor of Spider Man. If you could have one superpower in real life, what would it be? Oh, man. I know what two of our three answers are going to be. Oh, uh, you so do? I'll go, ahead and okay. take, I'll go ahead and take one of the two. Invisibility. Pretty sweet. Wow. So okay. that's the one that I would choose. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You'd fall all over the place all the time. Not being able to see where your feet are in front of you, you'd catch on ledges. You wouldn't be able to go up or downstairs safely. Like it'd be fun to see. Well, not see, but hear. Just all the falls that would happen because you can't see your own feet and feel where the see where it's at exactly. It's such a it's such a thing that you t- you don't you take for granted. Like you just you you know where your foot is, but you can see where it is, so you don't bump into stuff. But being completely invisible. No, but I'm just saying when you're completely invisible, you would look down and be like, ah, oh, darn it. But I think if you're invisible, I don't think you see yourself as invisible. Yeah, I'm, you're invisible. You're I just completely think that invisible. Nobody else can see you. So, illusion. You are invisible to others. Dude, you have got just real wow. technical on me here for a, a, a superpower. <laughs> conversation yeah monkey's yep. paw yes, baby i suppose i suppose that's what it would be a cloak that i wear the where i am not invisible to myself but <laughs> i'm invisible <laughs> to everybody else and dog and every animal on the planet so perfect sounds good whatever that would be is is, <laughs> is what i would be yeah um chad do you know what you want 
Uh, omnilingual. Meaning you could speak any and all languages. The superpower, that's just being smart. That's not being, that's knowing every single language that exists. Yeah, what, uh, you smash your finger in a library book or something and all of a sudden you learn all the languages? Like, how does that... How do you even acquire you, we, that? We you, didn't, you didn't say mutants. You didn't say mutations. That's a mutation <laughs> he, of kinds. He goes to the Rosetta Stone and you just like, you kneel before. Plus, yeah. by the way, there is an X-Man that has <laughs> omnilinguality as a power. <laughs> you think he spells his name like those Koreans that kick my ass in the crucible? <clears throat> Probably. I'm going to have to go with uh, Foresight to know what's happening in the future. Now, how far can you look? Uh, that I can look as far as I want. You just pick okay, so, travel. but yeah. you can't see the path or, it takes to get to that particular outcome, right? Or the, or the past. You can't see the past with his superpower either. Well, like, so if, yeah, if right now I took a, a peek months into the future, stuff happens in the present, the current present that will alter that future in a way that it's we're no longer sing, what's we're on a single timeline here. We're not it. Your decisions don't matter. The say that the outcome is going to be the outcome. When you see a future, it changes the outcome. Not all the time. Sometimes the future is going to happen no matter what. <laughs> that, that is true. Yeah. Sometimes it's a fixed point. So, but I'm going to get those lotto numbers and I'm just going to live on the beach. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. So just let me, uh, give me enough flying. money to build a computer. Nobody chose flying. Nobody fly. chose x-ray. Flying? I fly I, Flying's I fly. horrible. I can fly with well, all the money in the world dude. I want. No, it'd be horrible. So are you also um, invincible and you can breathe without having to have oxygen? Chad, all I know is that when you fly, you don't die. I don't know the science <laughs> behind it. I just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just know that it works. I can fly to like Superman. I can just fly over, and maybe I have some sort. But that's of a bunch of powers at once, though. To wear, maybe I wear bright colors so birds don't fly into me or something. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just know that I'm safe while I'm performing my superpower. Whether that be from stubbing my toe, from not being able to see my feet when I walk, or flying, or I don't get radiation when I'm using my x-ray vision. I don't have to wear a lead vest the whole time. Like, whatever stipulation. Your eyes just melt from that gamma ray. You have x-ray vision, but you get thyroid cancer by the age of 12. Or you give it to the person you're looking at. Oh, gosh. Nobody's ever going to hear that, but that was pretty funny. Uh, Question five. (laughs) What are your hopes for the Destiny franchise over the next five to seven years? Wow. That's a long time. Um, Destiny is dead by the end of 2025. No more content being made. And then... So 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 twenty thirty so five years, Destiny's in the dark, and then we get a des- a new Destiny series in twenty thirty. Um, exactly exactly what I was give us like eighteen months after the final expansion, give us like four to six seasons, 
and then slowly everybody quits because they've done everything there's nothing like what are you acquiring guns for at that point right oh i need the god roll for this and then they take five years to make the next one and get all the content that they need to launch a game proper and not like try to do the destiny 2 thing over what uh what jared said hi for for my hopes and dreams for the destiny franchise i'm just gonna agree with jared i don't have any idea i just i'm just here to play a game and read the twid every week that's what i'm here for i don't know you do keep us up to date i would have never known about finchurch and was it chara chaka what was that uh chalco was halfway there yeah, you were right there. Right. Uh, so this is the end of the episode. Uh, Destiny Bad Boy. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. I'll let these other two guys sign off. All right. Um, we're all getting really close to getting the emblem for the Sherpas and Ruta Nightmares. So if you haven't run Ruta Nightmares, let us know. We're going to take you through, Sherpa. It's like probably take you take us like, what, an hour 20, maybe hour 30? To show you what's going on and, and tell you like a quick rundown of the encounter and uh, just going to help us out getting that sherpa emblem that i think i think that's what i really want right now in this game that's like probably the only cosmetic as of right now i'm thinking about that i was like hey i really want that so i've always missed out on the other ones they always took them away before i got my sherpas up so yep. definitely hit us up for for raids for sure we've been obviously doing a weekly last wish for this season because of the the you get the red border for beating it and then you get the red border at hawthorne as well so you just you know just get yourself just two steps closer to getting all eight of those weapons done um every week and it's it's a fun raid it's it's a good time and it's definitely encounter heavy so if you haven't ever played a raid it's a good one to to start to feel how the encounters and, and raid flow is um obviously rude nightmares we want to get done too and that's the newest one so you know Hit us up for that. Uh, the dungeon, maybe not right now, because it's still it's 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 still hard. <laughs> so, uh, but the raids, yeah, for sure, definitely, definitely join up and uh, let us know what raids you guys want to do. As always, go cats. Love you guys.